Welcome to the Mind Matter podcast, brought to you by myself, Little Coach Farah, and Sue Bird, our therapist. We bring you a brand new subject to do with the mind that has been ignored, it has been shoved under the carpet, or perhaps maybe you think it's a taboo. We will open up that subject and discuss it, bringing our own personal experiences to help you, to give you the courage to talk about what is stopping you living a fulfilled life. So if this is you, whoever you are, perhaps you are holding back because you don't know how to deal with life and you may not have the tools for certain things that have been affecting you, this podcast is for you. We'll see you every Sunday with a brand new subjects. Oh, hi Sue, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, so good. today I want to talk about what actually happens uh, after we've lost someone, someone very dear to us, and the weeks following that loss, um, how is our mind operating? Um, few of my clients have actually lost their loved one recently and they seem to be floating is the word they've used. Um, the time factor is not quite there. Um, the only things they can manage to do well is what they know very well, yeah. like dropping their kids to school mm-hmm. or going to work. Apart from that, they're making small kind of silly mistakes. They're laughing about putting the keys in the fridge, for example, you're mm-hmm. not finding things. They feel like they're not they're here, but they're not here. Yeah. What is going on with them, and how long does this last? Um, the last question is is quite difficult to answer because everybody grieves in a different way. Yeah, sure. Um, so that that period. But if you think about it, um, what they're experiencing is shock. That you know, and it doesn't. I suppose it doesn't really matter if we if we know you know maybe somebody's very ill, but until we actually lose that person, then that's when I think when it really hits us that then we suddenly realise they're not going to be there anymore. Mm. Um, but even though um, some of them might have known this is coming, the actual, when it actually happens, do you think you've kind of fallen in the same category as the shock absolutely. or not, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And again, you, you know, it's that finality. It's when, when we know somebody is ill and we're coming to, they're coming to the end of their life or... You, there's there, there's still that person there. They're still they're still breathing. They're still yeah still you, around. They're still around. Yeah. Um. So when when that when they pass, that's that finality. That's that you know right. I, I can't. I, yeah, absolutely. I can't. They they just physically haven't. I there's nothing I can do. I can't think. Oh, you know, I know they're going to be ill or whatever. It's actually happened. It's the shock. So it's like anything. You know, that if you think about you're driving down the road and you have a car accident it's not you in the back of your mind you know well driving is can be quite quite dangerous but we don't think about oh gosh what's going to happen if when i have a crash Mm. we don't do it until it actually Actually happens happens. okay so there is no planning of how you're going to feel when we can plan everything else in life but yeah you just don't know how you're going to feel no and and absolutely and everybody's relationship's going to be different so you know how you respond to uh, a friend dying or um you know somebody maybe is not quite so close but when it's one of your parents maybe or your 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 spouse then you know that's that's a very massive impact that's going to have on you mm. and your loss uh, so yeah so you will go into shock okay 
basically to start off with and when you're in shock then yeah you'll obviously your your rational brains come offline um so you're you're dealing with your emotional brain and that doesn't it, it it's going to be very little is going to be in the here and now yeah uh, okay so like you say it'll just be that basic just feel like they're there but not there no and part of what is that happening is that's your brain protecting you from that moment because maybe the thought of that person having gone and the implications of what that means and the fact they're not going to be there anymore um, especially if it was a very loving relationship mm-hmm. you know and that and that's been lost um, that's very overwhelming for us to sort of try and sort out mm. especially in those initial phases um, and it might be that um, so say it's a parent um, you're having to help your the parent that's left maybe with things like funeral arrangements mm. and, and things like that so to have those emotions of loss of just maybe wouldn't be inappropriate in the fact that you won't be able to help that parent mm-hmm. with those those sort of things that need to be done society needs them done we need to have funerals we need to organize this we need to organize mm-hmm. that so it's that right well i need to maybe i'm just going to put what i feel on, on hold for the moment but as we know it's on hold but it doesn't mean it's not being felt mm-hmm. so it might come out in other ways so um if if we go offline then things like we 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 maybe lose hearing. Mm. Okay, so there is that. Yeah, I, I'm. You're talking to me, but I I'm, I'm not taking I'm any not of it, taking yeah. any of it in because I'm not registering what you're saying. Um, we go in if if we're dealing with that primitive part of the brain, it only listens out for alarm calls. So that's going to be very low or very high, and so you know the normal human range is probably not going to hear. Again, you know, we'll really be we'll be we'll, be, we'll yeah. be reacting to so somebody's talking to us, and we're going. Actually, I I, I can't deal with what I've got at the moment. I I can't deal with anymore. So y- your mind the is mind just, just it is you know, it's offline. Like absolutely, you said. yeah, it's completely offline, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's a protection. It's mm. it's purely gone into protection mode, as in you know this is what I can deal with at this moment in time. Um, in terms of. Um, just thinking about one particular person who had lost a young uh, a niece and when the only time I felt that they got the attention or the, they wanted to talk more and almost had a, almost like a little light lit up in their eyes when the, the, and the same experience was shared yeah yeah absolutely so is that there's something about being in a same environment as much as looking from outside you think why would you want to be in in more sad environment when you're already sad you want to do other things to there's some kind of comfort yeah i mean it comes back to that phrase we keep using it's it's normalizing Mm -hmm. okay because i'm not the only one this is happening to absolutely you know when we've spoken about lots of other subjects you know menopause um also it's that oh postnatal postnatal depression it's that oh okay right so this is what i'm feeling um, you know, this is why it's so good to, to get together. And the trouble is, again, you know, to death, or oh, we mustn't talk about death because it will make that person sad. Well, how true is that, actually? Maybe what they want to do is they want to sort of say, 
yeah, you know, I am, of course I'm sad because mm. this person meant a lot to me. Why would I not be sad? Mm. Um, but the people around me aren't coping with it and, and I'm trying to cope with my grief but I'm also trying to look after other people around me. And I can't do that. You know, and so that's giving me feelings of even more sadness mm. because I, and so maybe sharing that with somebody mm. could be that, oh yeah, well I'm feeling the same and so, gosh, actually, well maybe I don't need to care about them as in, I, you know, let, let's, let's, let me at this moment, I need to look after me and that's going to be okay. Um, but if you think it's only you that's doing it, then it's, oh, well, it's only me, I'm, I can't react to death very well then, can I? Mm. But no, if, if other people are going, yeah, no, I feel the same. And do you know what I did the other day? I, I put the keys in the fridge, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, what, what, what's going on there? Oh yeah, do you know what, I, I, yeah, I did it, something very similar. And again, it's that, it's okay. Mm. This is a normal reaction to situations that we're going through. Um, and because yeah. our rational brain is like because the rational brain has gone offline and yes yeah, so it's it's gone do you know what I have X amount of capacity at this moment in time you're asking me to think about other things oh, I just can't no I just I, ju- I, I just not can't do that um, but sometimes it's hard to have those conversations with people around you you know it, family members and so to have, be able to maybe talk to people who are going through the same thing but haven't got a, that emotional connection to you yeah. is really helpful, I think. Um, so what, what, what are there groups that you can go and chat to? or you? There are. I mean, there's... I'm just trying to think. There are... Bereavement. Um, bereavement Cruise. There's a company called Cruise um, who is just about bereavement and how they offer counselling and things like that. But they they will not counsel you within the first few months of you losing somebody okay. because they know that there's so much turmoil yeah. going on that actually a you're not going to hear the counsellor yeah and b it's it's just not really that place because you're not in a place to to want to to do anything. Um, so there's something about this gap period, isn't absolutely, there? Absolutely, absolutely. But you are literally each day is a different day. Yeah. How you're going to feel? Yeah, and and I think it's just recognizing you're in shock. You know, you've lost somebody, mm. so your world has completely changed, maybe. Um, and there are going to be little things that it's like, you know, so maybe you used to make a phone call every Sunday evening. Mm. Um, that's not going to be happening. Or some, you know, you're, you're also going to be, oh gosh, how am I going to cope when anniversaries come up? So all those other things are going mm-hmm. to be filling your mind as well that you, you know, you hadn't thought of, you haven't had to think of before. Yeah, and like all the Mother's Day and Father's Day, and so many things are out now to remind you of that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just just remember, there's something called the Kubler Ross uh, grief curve. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a look at that, that shows you that uh, the different stages. So there's five, you know, there's five, six different stages of of grief, mm-hmm. um, and that sometimes is helpful to know because. Y- knowing through that you know yeah. go through these different phases and again it's something to know that actually it's a it's a known thing mm-hmm. you know that actually it's quite common yeah there is a path from when you lose someone from the shock yes to an end point almost yeah and absolutely. this is what happens in the middle yeah and i think you're right this is knowing that so you don't have necessarily a plan of how you're going to feel but knowing what majority of people have gone through yeah. before us um, painted that path this gives you an indication of where you're at yeah. Yeah. You know, you may. Where do you need help, or do you need to do something further now? Or 
absolutely and I think that's the uh, you that's just key, mentioned yeah. a key yeah. point there is, is you know is where it's okay to find help yeah totally you know it's not something that you need to deal with by yourself um, if you have people around you you can go and talk to great otherwise maybe it is that sort of um, having a look and seeing if there are groups that, you know something like crews mm. um, that you you know can contact them and say you know are there pe- are there other groups I could join maybe they would know the big company they may not be something they do but they may know they'll have that network mm-hmm. and they'll be saying right well actually yeah you know this is maybe what you need to do look after yourself and you know and and it's that talking to people that know about what you're going through I mm-hmm. think is really important because you may not know what you're going through yeah it sounds a very odd thing to yeah. say but it's it's that you know I'm existing might not, I yeah. might not know this this because it is you know it's the first time we lose a parent obviously that's the first time we've done that mm. So we, we don't, don't know, we don't know a baby what the effect is. We just don't know what's going to happen. Even though we've read the book, with that comes some guidance. With this comes some kind of analysis that's been done, but not books have been written about how you're going to feel afterwards. Or, no. And who picks them up? And who starts reading them? Exactly. They're not even going to read them after, are they, really? No. And, and, but it, you know, and again, it's that, yes, you can read books, we can have a look, but remember that everybody's experience different. is different. Yeah. Because everybody's relationship with that person is different. And also remembering that a child's experience of losing a parent is going to be very different from the spouse's losing yeah. that parent as well, because the relationship obviously is very different. So you may find that they grieve in a different way. Mm. It's different siblings have different connections, so yeah. they may be grieving in a different way. So that way. one person's got so many connections in terms of their relations with other people. Yeah. But they're all unique. Yeah. Um, and again, it's it's not measuring yourself against what other people are going through. Mm. It's your experience. Exactly. And however you need to grieve, it's, it's all normal. Absolutely. And and the, the, if you can understand or be compassionate about yourself with your grieving process, um, you're going to come out of it better. Mm. Yeah, but it's that if we keep it inside if we deny it all those kind of things that happen um that's when we don't process mm-hmm. the trauma for want of a mm-hmm. better word um and and that's yeah so that we keep that inside and it's like oh gosh no I'm, I'm not i can't deal with death and and then that becomes a bigger problem mm. um but if it's that i'm grieving why would i not be going through this process i'm you know and actually do you know what maybe for a moment in my life things are going to be slightly different because I need to process this and it's going to take me a while to do it and I'm going to do it bit by bit and you know I may it may take weeks it may take months it may take years Mm. and what do you think about the resentment side of things actually me and my sister were talking yesterday we were just saying there were some things that happened if they those things have happened but if the my niece for example was still alive we wouldn't talk about those because there's no effect because it, it's fine it would have happened it happened to her but because she's not here those things manifest in a much bigger way and it's like it would have made a massive difference if she's she was around but it but it doesn't anymore because she's not around mm. does it make sense might be really confusing me. What is the what is the first stage of like the um, 
do you lose someone and you're shocked mm-hmm. even if it's planned or you're going to that what about this this anger that comes out doesn't it you're angry with the world and you want to you're like why am i even here and why why i don't Absolutely. care about anything or yeah. that those kind of things set in yeah but the only things that home you down is probably your own family or if you're a parent and you think well i've got to be around for my kids or you know those kind of or you have relationships or yeah but again it's that so yeah the first stage is denial denial you know we go yeah. through that sort of oh we know it's happened and then it's no no it hasn't happened because it's too painful to think about so no it hasn't happened Retract, you, is your mind blocking your your blocking mind's blocking that actually you know this this yeah it's, it's okay it'll be fine um I, I don't have to grieve it's all right i'll be fine i'll, I'll sort myself out um and then you, you, as you say you, there's the anger there's the anger that they've left um you're because ang- you're angry with them sometimes because they have left you um yes he's something yeah, yeah, so well, you've left me by myself. Well, you know, that's that's yeah. not that's not okay. Especially if that's a partner thing. Yeah. Absolutely, if it's a partner thing. We're going to do all things together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and or a parent, if it, if you know if that's yeah. the parent you would go to if you've got problems or you know that you need something. Then Suddenly your support is gone. Yeah, absolutely. So what am I meant to do now? You yeah. get very cross, and then where there's that guilt because we're feeling cross with them. Yeah, because you know, they're dead now. Why are yeah, you doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, they can't. They, it wasn't. They didn't want to go. Yeah, it wasn't. Or it's you know that's. So why am I feeling like this? I'm stupid. Yeah, and again, it's all those mixture of feelings yeah. that, that kick in wow. there. Many emotions going on there. Yeah, but it's the important is is if we can be open with them. Mm. Yeah, it's actually that's yeah. how I'm feeling. And go, yeah, well, actually, that's quite logical. Why would I? Yeah. Yeah, of course, I'm angry that they've gone because I love them very much, and yeah. they're not here anymore. And and yeah, I'm, it's going to take a take a while. It's going to take a process, while. but this is how I'm feeling now. Yeah. Saying that's giving you permission to be yourself and also letting people around you know this is this is how I feel this yeah. is it this is how my real feelings is you know I you know whatever you want to tell me I should do this to make change I should do that to go and change that's the feeling that stuck to me yeah. so I know how this is you know and it's because if the you know all changes yes this is this transition isn't it that's the journey isn't it yeah it's the so journey and and part of so when we're transitioning through life the anger can also come from a sense of fear. Okay. Okay, so my, the fear is my life is going to change. Mm. Okay. And change is not nice. And change isn't nice. And with, so with, with some transitions, we can go, oh, I don't like this change, and so we'll go back to what we were doing. When it's a death, we can't do that. Yeah. There is no option to go back to the way it was. Mm. So you're forced into a change. So you're, you're forced absolutely. into a change. So that cha- you, and that, because it's not your decision, and it wasn't you who made that decision, you find it very hard to It can do. Some people, can, yeah. some people yeah. can find it very hard. Um, and again, this is where the, the other, another one of the stages is, is the depression. Yeah, I see that. Depression, low yeah. mood. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, again, that comes with it, isn't it? Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're grieving the loss of something you're never going to get back again. Mm. Um, and again, we, we you know it, it. It's a natural process. Why why would we not feel so very sad that we're not that person has gone? Mm. They're, you know, they were a large part of our lives. Um, but again, that's where we can get stuck. We can get stuck in that depression, um, and mm. because if people, you know, if if we're, if we haven't got people around us who can be empathetic about that. Mm-hmm. Rather than going, oh, just it'll be fine. Just kick yourself out, you know, because it's like, well, no, you're not understanding. 
that this person meant a lot in my life. Mm. And it's like, well, of course you'll be sad. Yeah, you know, that's, that's part, you know, tell me about your sadness. How are you feeling your sadness? Where are you feeling your sadness? Because that gets that out. That acknowledge, acknowledges it, validates it. Um, and then it is that step to take those further forwards. Because it's that recognising that, yeah, hey, I've lost that person. That's made that I've had a massive change in my life. Mm. So how, you know, how, how, can, I move I, forward now? how yeah. can I move forward? But if, we, if we're stuck in that bubble, bubble, we don't see that we can ab- we're able to go forwards. And there's a high possibility we'll be stuck in that bubble for a bit. Again, again, it, different people, different, different, take different, different people. Time. Yes. But then, say something else happens bad because you're already down. Mm. Your ability to cope with that is very, very little. Absolutely. You absolutely. just literally can't take any more. No, absolutely. Yeah, and it could be something very, very slight yeah. that maybe you you could deal with normally. Absolutely no problem. Sensitized almost. So somebody says something to your work, you like you take it. I would have taken this easily, but yeah, right now I think this is like horrible what you said. Yeah. Absolutely. And so again, it, it's having that awareness that mm. yes, I am going to be super sensitive around this time because I'm feeling very vulnerable mm. because my life is changing. So there's there's that vulnerability. Um, so yeah. So if you you know if you poke me, it's going to be sore. Mm. Um, so again, it's it's that right. Okay, so I might have reactions, and you know what, I may overreact to something. But what I can do is, if I'm aware that that's what it is, I can go to that person and go. I apologise if I shouted at you. Um, actually, at the moment, I'm going through a very difficult time and I'm finding it quite hard to cope. Mm. Um, and so maybe the add-on to that is, so what do you need? Do you need, actually, that... whatever it is that person was asking you to do, that maybe you could just go, do you know what, I'm not able to do that at this moment in time. So would it be possible to ask somebody else to do that mm. for me? Because then we don't have that sort of feeling of guilt afterwards mm-hmm. as well or that I'm not able to do my job well no you're not able to do maybe it's that reality mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I'm not able to do this at this moment in time because I need to process what I'm going through I will be able to but at this moment I can't mm. so let me take that pressure off myself and say could you you know I, don't, I need Permission to permission self-care, to, to care, yeah. Yeah. it comes back to that, doesn't it? You, you know? just you need to. If you were always being true to yourself, you would let people know. And nine mm. out of ten is because people just don't know what you're going through. So people will just keep giving you work to do or putting things on you that you actually can't take. You know, if you are really low mood and depressed, mm. and then someone else comes along and they put their thing on you, you're like, oh, she can't take this. But you're not able to tell them because you don't want to upset them. But you're okay to upset yourself. Yeah, yeah, because you know, and the story is, you know, it's that sort of that cycle, isn't it? The story is, um, I'm not worth it because they're not listening to me. Mm. Um, then I'm not going to be their friend now. I'm not going to be their exactly. Where I've been a loyal friend before, but right now, but you can't. Maybe you can't be because you need you you need time for yourself, and that's okay to 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 accept that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's that it's again. It's because we don't talk about death. We don't talk about those emotions. Mm. Um, you know, people go, oh, I'm sorry for your loss that mean you know and, and it's that almost like oh I've done my duty I've, I've, I've said, said this I've words, said those yeah. words Whew, I don't have to say anything else you know but how how helpful would it would be to sort of well yeah what, what is, would you like to talk would you like to talk about them because maybe they want to talk about the good times yeah and maybe they will cry mm. 
but that's okay. I know, and that's it's completely okay to cry. Of course it is. You know, if 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 you lose somebody and they mean a lot, why would you not cry that they're not there? And you may find that you are, you know, maybe you're driving, you're taking the kids to school or something, and suddenly you'll burst into tears. Yeah. You know, and it because maybe you've been trying to keep that emotion under control for mm. so long and when you're doing something like driving mm -hmm. where you're on automatic pilot that gives that brain that slight yeah. little, time, break. little break to go oh oh okay i just need a bit of emotion i need to release this and it and you'll start crying mm. that's definitely happened to me yeah yeah and it's like well that's that's okay you know obviously if it gets too much pull over and, yeah you know but if if it if for some reasons it feels like well, where did that come from? Mm. It's because your body's going, actually, maybe we need to let a little bit of this out at the moment. Yeah, some things get burst into scene that you feel mm. you need to release it. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and I, maybe what I would say is it doesn't matter if your crying makes other people feel uncomfortable. Mm. Okay, you're not responsible for that. For their feelings. You're not yeah. responsible for their feelings. There's a big thing, isn't there? When someone starts crying, everyone starts to kind of freak out a little bit around you. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, no, sorry, did I say something wrong? Start thinking of them, or yeah. actually, if, you know, going, do you know, it's uh, actually good yes, to cry. Yes, good. I, I, I encourage it normally, you know, yeah. when I'm sort of seeing to my clients and if they're mm. broken down, I, I think it's okay because maybe this is the first time you've had the opportunity to, to cry. Yeah in a sort of safe environment mm. where you're not going to be judged, perhaps, you know. Yeah, so maybe it's just going, do you know what, I just need to cry. You okay? Yeah, I just need to cry. I just need this moment, I need to cry. It's like um, that uh, you can't help it when it's coming. It's there, the tears, they're so, you know, and if you try and stop them, mm. you start feeling really uh, um, unwell, you start to get the headache and you're not, you know, no, like your breathing can be affected. Yeah. It, the only way is to get it out, really. Yeah. yeah. You know, we go back to anxiety. Mm. And, and so by, by not crying and forcing yourself not to cry, you're increasing your anxiety and you're going into that freeze mode, mm. which is alarming your brain even more. So if you if you let the tears out and you're you're you know you're unfreezing, um, you're letting that come out, and so that in its when its way will help you engage with people. So it'll help you go through the process and be able to be in contact with people. Because you might find it's like you just cannot bear people around you at that moment mm. in time. You know, it's that again. It's that no, this I, I'm too overwhelmed with my own feelings. I cannot take on anybody else's. Surely that's right as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all right. Just go, I'm really sorry. I'm not, this isn't, I just at this moment, I can't deal with other people here. I may, you know, just give me five minutes. I might be all right after that. But at the moment, I just need time by myself. Mm. Wow. Mm. Well, self-care, self-soothing, self-love. Yeah. It's, it's showing yourself you have resilience. Mm. You know, that's so important. It's that, yeah, all everything I feel is is valuable for me. Yeah. And if other people can't deal with it, that's their fault. But also, maybe I need to tell people what's happening for me, yeah. so they can, if they want to, they may be able to help me. Yeah. So if I, if they don't know what's happening for me, they'll make their own assumptions. Yeah. 
Like if you don't tell them why you're crying and you do keep doing over and over, the other person next to you will start feeling like, what can I do? What you know? What's going on? Yeah. And they start assuming, don't they? Because you're not saying. Mm. The curve then that goes up. It's an experiment. Yeah. So that's um, you can remember the Tonkin's model where rather than trying to make your grief smaller, mm-hmm. your world gets bigger. Mm-hmm. So the experiment is is part of that. So okay. it's that sort of. Oh, okay. So it might be maybe a partner who always did the finances. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be right. Well, actually, maybe I need to go to the bank and and try that out. And okay. So you mean your word got bigger because you now need to talk to more people, more to and people, make more connections, not do things right. differently, or okay. um, actually, yeah. Do you know what? Maybe I'll I'll go to a group, and I'll, I'll so it's that. But yeah, so some things will feel okay and some things won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may find you try it. Some days you'll go, yes, I'm able to do this. Absolutely, that's brilliant. And other days you can't. Mm-hmm. But again, the, the curve, although the curve goes sort of in one direction, you may find yourself going backwards and forwards. Okay. Okay, so some days will be good days and some days won't be quite so good days. But what you'll probably notice is that the good days will will become more. more. But, you know, again, give yourself a break when it comes to anniversaries, things like that. Yeah, don't decide to go for an interview on that day you know no. for example or um arrange the biggest meeting or you know just yeah. maybe even take a day off maybe even decide to do whatever you like you know watch a movie or something Absolutely. or yeah you know, just just be aware that actually around that time um my personal experience is that although i lost my, i lost my husband 10 years ago around the his birthday around the anniversary of his death I my mood dips, and it's, it's not a natural a, process. It's just a natural process, and mm. it's not something I'm conscious. I don't, you know, obviously I'm aware of the dates, but I I know that during the sort of the, the few days before and after, I'm not going to be in a place to do certain things. Mm. So that's okay. You know, so right, so I'll just adjust things yeah. so that I'm I can give myself, I can care of and look after myself exactly. during those yeah. periods of time. Exactly. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that's that sort of experimenting really. And then the decision, learning how to work in a new situation. Okay. Yeah. Again, it's a similar sort of. Yeah. You know, it sort of incorporates that. Again, you know, when you we are thinking about how we look at new transitions in our lives. Yeah. It's like the that, financing you explained. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, to find it, new ways. But it would be, you know, I try things out. Do I want to associate with the same people? I've tried that mm. out, and actually, no, it's too painful to be with those people because I always thought about as a. Mm-hmm. So how about I try different, a different, or certain people I can be with, certain people I can't be with. So yeah, it's yeah, it's that right? Okay, so it's all right to make that decision that maybe they're not going to be part of my life anymore. Mm. But it, it's it's giving yourself the chance to, to try different things. And life will be different. And giving yourself a chance to just feel. Mm. let those feelings be yeah. because they're coming naturally yeah and that, again that part of the experiment is going yeah. to be that because maybe you've not allowed yourself to do that in because the past. I was taught to be strong aren't we yeah come on you can do this yeah and you know I, I don't say this to my kids anymore I'm like okay if you're feeling like that let's just sit there for a while and just mm. okay that's how you feel you know come on get stronger or get over it or you know I think mm. those things are harsh are they? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's almost again. People it's say like, I've been a year now. Come on, you need to be over this. I think that's almost the worst thing someone can say. Mm. 
What do you mean by that? Yeah. What do you mean by that? How do you mean over? Over what? And that would, so that would be a, that would be a brilliant question, yeah. wouldn't it? When somebody says that to you, oh, surely you should be over this by. Can you tell me a bit more about why? Why do you yeah. say that? What? What? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Because again, that gives you what they're thinking, mm. and it's like okay, it's not up to them to think that way, but that's not what I'm thinking. Yeah, completely. And mm. feeling those feelings, but actually trying new things and different things at the same time is totally fine. Yeah. And it's not you doing it because pressure from people, because people are saying you should be over. It's because you want to feel different. Mm. Because you perhaps have had enough of feeling like that and thought, you know what, you know, I, I still feel like this, but you know, I'm going to do this because this person would have been proud for me trying this out. You have Absolutely. your own motivation Absolutely. versus that your parent is ringing you every day and saying, come on now, you need to get out. Mm. Have you taken that opera walk yet? Have you done that yet? You know, all of those things. Yeah. Which again, can, you know, it's it's that, and again, it's coming from I hear sometimes it's coming from a good, mm. you know, that caring place, but it's not caring to understand well what's happening for you at this moment yeah. in time. Why are you doing that? Why can't you take the dog out? What's what's happening? Because sometimes it, it, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of instructions normally yeah. rather than actually okay, tell me more what's going on. Yeah, sometimes you just want you just want to know that you just want to talk about that. You don't Absolutely. want to be told yeah, yeah. what to do because I already know. I already know I've got to take the dog for a walk. I don't mm. need you to tell me that. Mm. Um, and that's when you start resenting that person. Like I don't think they'll need to call me because I don't want to answer. Yeah, even though you know I'm from good place. Yeah, but right now that good place isn't good place for for me, for example. You no, know? no, I need I need to find a different way of yeah. handling this. Yeah. Because um, that's how I'm going to go forward in my life is because the person I would have maybe gone to about this isn't there anymore. Mm. So how do I change this? You know, how, how do I do this for myself now that I can go forwards on that side of things? And and uh, you have different people in your tribe, don't you? So one might be a good listener. Yeah. And that's the person you want to approach at that, this particular time of your life. Absolutely. And one might be a party. Uh, queen or king yeah. and you may say you know what actually I'm going to take that invite that you've been sending mm-hmm. for the past whatever month I will go out but when you're ready yeah. and one might be you know so you different people in your group can sort of give you that support absolutely and get you through life because this is life journey exactly. we're gonna, we're all going to face all different things yeah good and bad sad and happy mm. it's how we give ourselves time to see what's happening and then deal deal with them yeah in our own way Absolutely. the way the society tells there's exactly. no time limits that by one year you should be you should be over a 50% or 70% there literally is no metrics attached to this particular topic that we're talking about no not at all no. it's your, your own metrics your own time yeah because you you are the only person that knows what that relationship meant to mm. you what do you think of the line time is a great healer people say that all the time don't they <laughs> So I've just gonna had a reaction. Did you? Is that the reaction? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, to a certain extent, yeah. of course, it is a it is a great healer. Um, but it always feels quite dismissive to me. Yes, yeah. time it's is a very, a great... very uh, what's the word? I'm looking uh, runaway comment. It's very casual yes. comment, isn't it? It's almost like really fine. Time's yes. a great healer. Time's a great. Time will look after you. Really? Always time. Yeah, always time. Yeah, how, what do you mean by time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they a person? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I make an appointment with them? <laughs> oh, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Time's running out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. What you, yeah. Yeah, well, yes, absolutely. The passage of time. Mm. Um, but it's because, what happens. Is that because other things have come into our life mm. and the distraction has got bigger? Yeah. 
but yeah, no, it feels sorry. I had the reaction to me. Like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> did, did you experience that? Did you say things like that? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. Time's a great healer. Yeah, and you know, fill me up the rest. Yeah, <laughs> and what? You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, again, it's just it's it's just going thinking what's happening for me. And being very, very kind to yourself. Yeah. And, and not being embarrassed of it as well. Because yeah. people are embarrassed to cry, aren't they? People are embarrassed of what people are going to say and really don't open up. Or yeah. I keep saying that's somebody else's problem. Mm. Not it yours. It's not your problem no. that they, they don't know what to do with tears. Um, if you need to let what, them out. What, what, since when did tears become an embarrassing thing? Is there a history to that, actually? There, there is. I mean, one of one of the books I've read was that because of the world wars, two world okay. wars, that obviously there was a lot of loss. That um, that's when this sort of stiff upper lip came in. Okay. And it was that you know we can't be can't show it. we can't show it because actually you know we're going through a war, um, and tears were going to be a sign of weakness. So mm. we've all got to sort of get stiff, buff, you know, and carry on and soldier on, etc. Um, and then it just became that changed the society really didn't yeah. it yeah especially for for us we yeah. we definitely don't try and show I mean I haven't been in a situation in a long while apart from when I see my clients one to one but you know where people might have just been broken down for a little mm. bit it's like no, you don't want to do that your parent doesn't want to do that because they want to upset you you don't want to do that to your parent because you don't want to upset them your child doesn't want to do that to you because you think, oh, my mum's heart's going to break if I cry. Mm. You know, all of those so much pressure about actually... But if we don't show the younger generation it's okay to cry, mm. then what do they do with their tears? Yeah. You know, and... My kids, absolutely. They, their eyes widen. I mean, there's a couple of times where I've been in the car and I've broken down. I can't remember what it was about. And I'm very honest, and I continue to cry, but also tell them why I'm doing yeah. it. And I'm like, and I'm apologising for it as well, which mm-hmm. I shouldn't be really. Uh, but I'm apologising for shocking, but giving them a bit of shock because yeah. they cannot stand it. They're like, Mom, I mean, the younger one especially will hold my arm, and goes, Why? Stop this! You know, it's almost like I don't, I can't see it. What mm-hmm. are you doing this for? You know, mm-hmm. I can't. This is really hurting me. You need to stop. You know, um, and I always wondered why would they feel like that? You know, because. When they cry, which isn't a lot, you know, um, I let them. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. But again, it's, like it's maybe going back to this sort of the white knight. Mm. You know, I, I need you to be strong. And if you if you cry, then that means you're not strong, and I don't know how to deal with mm. that. Um, again, you know, a societal thing, isn't it? You know, parents need to be strong, need to be the, the sort of the, the examples, etc., etc. But um, yeah, but we also need to know it's okay to have all emotions, mm. to be happy, to be, to be sad, to be sad, and um, to, and to cry, and you know we we cry because we're happy as well. We mm. don't just cry because we're sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. being sad is part of life. Happiness can't be felt. Happiness can you feel happiness without being sad? Almost exactly. You know, how do you know that emotion? Exactly. How yeah. do you, how do you know yeah. the contrast? How do you know? That you're happy because you compare it to how what it feels like when you're sad. Yeah. Um, so how sad would life be if we didn't know what happy was? 
<laughs> I guess they come from when you've got a little child and they're crying and as a mother or a dad you try and fix the issue quickly mm-hmm. and you'd be like oh sweetheart I don't want you to cry come on let's wipe these tears we don't want to cry come on and and then the cry is now associated to well whatever you need I'm going to provide that so you stop crying mm. rather than imagine mum sat down on the floor with a baby going it's okay to cry actually you, you'll be fine you know you, you've had your food you've had your sleep there's I don't know what else I can do for you but if you're not feeling like crying you just carry on for a bit it's fine <laughs> yeah. nothing's going to happen to you yeah. you know versus immediately giving the fix yeah and I think it's it's because if we can tune into what because di- different cries mean different things, yes, don't they? Yes, that's true as well. You know, and so if we recognise it, it's a I need changing cry, I need feeding cry, or mm. you know, I'm just lonely cry. Mm. You know, so it could be that yes, I want to cry, but I want to cry in your arms. Yeah. You know, and and it's like okay, that's all right, because again, you you know that that it's an emotion that will happen to you. Yeah. But you will survive it. Yeah. Whereas if you're told, oh, don't cry, don't cry. How do you know if you can survive crying? Yeah. What do you think people the op- complete opposite where they don't actually have tears? But that doesn't mean their grief is not as, you know. Well, if, if, if you've not sh- been if you've not been allowed to cry, is that then why would? Yeah. Mm. And I think it, and yeah, there's there's all sorts of things in that side of things. I think yeah, where people. I think some people think oh, I should be crying. Well. If your body's not in a place where it feels it can release at that moment in time, just listen to what it needs, mm-hmm. and if, if that's okay, and then that's, and again, if that's how you're grieving at this moment in time, that's how you're grieving. So I say everybody's grief is different. Mm. It doesn't mean when you go to a funeral you have to cry. Mm. Not if you don't feel like it. It could be that so many other things are going on. You may be having to think about, okay, well. Uncle so and so's got to get in that car. Da, 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 da. So actually, that little bit of you that's functioning doesn't have the ability to, to no. sort of release a little bit to have the cry. But the chances are it'll happen some other time. Mm. And this Completely is when take you, you uh, yeah. It may take a little while. Like yeah. you say, this is where it might be. I should be over this by now. Yeah. But look, I'm just bursting into tears. Yeah. Well, yeah, but maybe that's because your body's processing it in a slightly different way. And that's why it's nice when families take over. So the immediate family isn't doing so much yeah. because it's hard to to do both. Mm. Because really, what you need is time to grieve, don't you? Yeah. Rather than start making loads of phone calls. And it's interesting. I just I don't know why it's just popped into my head. But we have wedding planners. Why yeah. Do we have funeral planners. Are you right? Who could just come in and do all those bits and pieces? And do we not have them? I presume they're undertakers, but I don't know how how, how much, much involvement they have. They have yeah. yeah. I don't know why I went off at that tangent. Yeah, because that would take a lot of that, that pressure, pressure off. Yeah, you just maybe you just say, well, make a phone call and that's it, and you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you know they they call the families or whatever they need to do, and yeah, yeah. and you can. That's the worst thing as well for calling families. Like, who's going to tell who? You're looking at the phone. You're thinking, mm-hmm. I have to make this call, uh, but I don't. I, I don't want to be the person who tell gives the bad. No one wants to give bad news as such, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Because also, they, you know, again, if it's your kidney, it's that, oh, right, so every phone call I make, I'm going to have all this, I'm so sorry for your loss, yeah, all, all that kind of thing mm. coming back at you as well. And mm. it's that, it's I, don't want, I, I don't want to hear this, mm. you know. Um, yeah, no, no. And what about if someone is already depressed, going through either postnatal depression, they're on 
for a few months and then a really close person to them dies but they can't feel they they may not feel the um, the sadness or they might not cry is it is there a link to if you are already oh absolutely you can't take other persons no no absolutely yeah. absolutely because with de- with depression in depression yeah you are very focused on yourself Self, aren't you? yeah. um because that's what the brain's asking you to do Okay, protecting okay. you. It's protecting you, absolutely. It's going saying, whatever is going on, we can't cope with it. So, yeah, to then try and take on somebody else's grief or to, to, to think about that loss that's happened, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't have the capacity to be able to do that, okay. I would imagine. Um, it will register, but it may not sink in. Probably. It may not sink in. And then obviously, you've then got everything that's contexted with that, with, you know, it's that, oh, why aren't they? Well, why aren't they sad? Or why aren't they doing this? Oh, they're so self-absorbed, and you get all those kind of things going on as well, which can then fuel that. Oh, I'm bad, and shaming, and the rest of it. But yeah, just then go. Well, I'm not in a place if I'm depressed. Then maybe I'm not in a place to to take on that sorrow from somebody else. So it's not because I don't want to. I'm just not in a place physically, physiologically able to do that. Mm. And and um, if that's how you feel, you just got to embrace that. Yeah. Sometimes it can be hard because your family might think, well, what, what, what's wrong with you? Why well, are you not feeling this, you know? You, or you, you might you have are. to be fake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it's doing what, I suppose, what feels right at that moment yeah. in time. And um, and again, it does come back down to a little bit of, actually, if it's not right for the family, I'm not responsible for their feelings. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm going through a difficult time at the moment and maybe I do need to look after what I need at this moment. Mm. I can explain afterwards. But, but right now, but right now this I know if I have to take on this pressure, I'm gonna go further down. Yeah. And that's that maybe my ability to cope is not yeah. Idea, absolutely. Just know the limit of your yeah. of your capacity. Yeah. We're not we're not limitless supplies. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And also if you have lost someone close to you to feel sad for other people's loss also becomes, I don't know, because you're so, so absorbed in your own, you just, maybe not, you're not able to feel as much for the other person. Yeah. Because it's n- nothing was as important as that particular loss. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Y- you can relate, maybe. Yeah. And this is where maybe getting together, you, you, you can sort of normalise sort of reactions yeah. and things like that. But it's, yeah, it's not taking on board their grief as well as yeah. your grief, and, yeah. and that's okay not to do that. It's that, you know, maybe sort of, well, we're going to get together, and, you know, if you feel a bit too much, then actually I may have to leave the room, or, yeah. you know, it's, again, it's that, what what do I need? Mm. Whereas, oh, it feels like I'm, because again, as you said, that leads to a little bit of resentment as well, Yeah. or can do. Yeah, because they've got something that I mm. don't anymore, mm. like a play group, and mm. if that's your child not there anymore. You're not going to carry on going to that place, are you? No. Because it's like we used to meet up for a reason, and that was the reason. Mm. And no longer is there a reason there for me to do this. Yeah. So you kind of isolated yourself there. Because it's almost like, what am I going to do here? Mm. Yeah. Too painful, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship with little kids and whatever the case, maybe. Lovely. Is this the other chart here that I'm looking at? 
Yeah, well, it just, I just, it, it was just sometimes it can be quite clinical, you know, when we oh, look at curves one. and things like that. Kubler. Is that how I say it? It's Kubler-Ross. Kubler-Ross, it's guys, okay. it's if you want to Google that. Quite a famous um, curve. But the other one is it's just somebody gave to me, and it, because again, it sort of looks like it's a, a sort of a smooth Shoot. curve and transitions yeah. that you go through. On, on one side, it's just giving you those transitions, and on the other side of the picture, it's, it's all scribbled in between. Yeah, same um, like this. And I think that's probably what most people's experience is. You know, we think, oh, you know, right, or I'm going to feel sad, and then I'm going to feel angry, and then I'm going to come out of that. But actually, it doesn't doesn't work that way. We can understand there are phases, and there are feelings, but actually it might be that we're popping from all over the place because we think, oh, I'm getting better, and then something will trigger us, and we'll go back to the beginning again. Because we haven't, you know, it's, it's not... Grief is not just one thing. It, it's it's not just sort of two dimensional. It'll be multi dimensional because, you know, the, yeah, the, the just the relationship is is not just linear. No, absolutely. Thank you very much. I think that was, although um, uh, an emotional topic, however, mm. a very important one. And again, we, like we said, it's not talked about enough. Completely. It's not opened up in this way, it doesn't go through the stages, it doesn't go through, you know, we don't talk about this because we don't like it. No, and it's inevitable. Death and taxes, two things we can rely on in the world, isn't it, as they used to say. Um, Yeah, but we don't talk about it and we don't talk about how it affects us. Mm. And as as a new experience, we don't Mm. have, like we said, we don't have a guide how to get through it. No. You just got to go with how you're feeling. Yeah. The answer's all with you, really, on there. Absolutely. If you will just allow yourself and uh, give yourself permission to be who you exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, have, you have all the answers you need inside. 100% agree with that. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. And yeah. I will um, catch you next week. Yeah. Thank Indeed. you. Right. Bye. Bye. to get to know more about myself you can follow me on youtube instagram and facebook under the name of little coach farah and you can find sue our therapist on www.counselingforchanges.co.uk if you enjoyed today's show then please share this episode with a friend who maybe perhaps going through the similar kind of things that we've talked about and please also ask them to subscribe subscribe to this podcast that would be great and don't forget if you got a chance if you got a minute to please write a five-star review for our, our, our episode and um, onto our podcast which we really really appreciate it gives us the opportunity to kind of get more excited and bring more episodes to you guys thank you so much and we'll catch you in the next episode